Welcome to the Live Nourish podcast. I'm your host, Katarina Greer. I'm a functional nutritional therapy practitioner and the founder of LiveNourish.co, where you can find my blog, recipes, and services. On this podcast, I chat about all things health and wellness related to help you live a nourished life. Remember, the information in this podcast is general health and nutrition advice. It is not a replacement for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Now let's get started. Hello everyone, welcome back to the Nourish Podcast. Hope you're all having a great day so far. Here in Victoria, it's cloudy. I don't know what's happening with the weather. This is probably like the coldest I've ever experienced it here on the West Coast. Usually we get a bit more sunny days, but it's just been rainy, cloudy, windy, all the cold things. Because <laughs> like last year, it was like the week before Easter, it was like 20, 25 degrees, that's Celsius for American friends. I don't know what that is in Fahrenheit, sorry, but it was like warm, like it was so nice that we haven't had any like warm spells or whatever, so yeah, hopefully it's sunny, hopefully it's sunny where you are. But on today's episode, I have on my good friend Paris, she is a fellow Canadian, and we met through the Freely Rooted group on Facebook, we both went through Corey Malloy's course, and yeah, we just connected, and so it was just so good to chat with her. She's so funny, she's so kind, and just so sweet, and so basically we jumped into the metabolism, taught all about, yeah, just metabolic health, we talked about birth, since she is a birth doula, we talked about breast health, we talked about toxins, and yeah, it was just such a great episode, so without further ado, let's get into it. Welcome to the podcast, Paris. I'm so excited to be chatting with you today. Thank you so much. I am truly so honored to be here. Like I said, when you reach out to me, you're like, hey, you want to come on my show? I was like, yes. I fangirled a little bit. Actually, I did like the whole like fluttered my arms and everything. So I'm stoked. (laughs) That's so sweet. So can you just tell everyone just like a little bit about yourself and just what you currently do? Absolutely. All right. So My name is Paris Simpson. I am married to my childhood sweetheart. We grew up together. We farm together. Um, We have a small farm in very Northern Alberta and we do organic crops and we also raise cattle. Um, And we just really do have a heart for self-sustainable living. And it's been something we have known since we got married that this is something we want to do. We just actually celebrated our ninth anniversary I don't know. I've lost track of the days because we went away for a couple of days, two days ago. I don't know. Anyways. So it was just amazing. Like looking back and being like, wow, like we've really been moving ahead in our dreams. And it's just amazing seeing the Lord work through that. So that is the hub of our home. We have two little girls, Acadia and Sophia, and they are six and four and they're very immersed in what we do. We homeschool, um, or like I like to say, it, we do the unschool system and just really immerse them in lifestyle and practicality and um, really living according to what I believe God has in store for us as a family. Um, and for me personally, I am definitely 
definitely a woman that is very multi-passionate. I have a lot of passions, um, but predominantly for business, I am a birth doula. I'm a birth keeper. Um, I've been doing that for going on four years now. So that's something that I really, really, really love. Um, women's health has always been a huge thing for me as we're going to pack um, later on in this episode. Mm -hmm. So that's a big one for me. And that's really honestly where my heart is going. The more I try different businesses and stuff, I'm like, oh, it's helping women. Mm. <laughs> That's hands down where it's at. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that. And how big is your, like your land, your farm that you have? So we farm two quarter sections. And then we also have a half section that is a grazing lease. So we do have quite a bit of land here. Mm. Um, just to our title, which has been a huge blessing. And we really, really love it. We never wanted to go large scale. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, that's conventional way of the farmer and that's great. That's just not something we wanted. We wanted Mm -hmm. to be very self-sustainable and really keep the farm on a smaller scale because family is what's really important to us and just really living a full life. And so this has done us very well in that. Mm -hmm. So how did you get into like health and nutrition? Oh man, this is going to be the short form of my story. (laughs) Otherwise we're going to be here for like seven episodes. (laughs) So honestly, um, so my family that I grew, I have three other siblings, um, and my mom and dad were always very keen on curating just a flourishing lifestyle for us. Um, we were also homeschooled. We traveled a lot. Um, we just very much were immersed kind of in like that world schooling kind of, kind of idea. Right. And we didn't go all over the world, but we definitely went all over Canada and in different places, obviously out of country. And that was just really huge for us, you know, learning history, learning the cultures of, of other people, uh, seeing how other people live and just really apply those things that are applicable to our own lives. Um, We always, my mom to this day, she grows the most immaculate garden ever, um, canning and preserving things. We always grew our own meat. We always homesteaded. And so that is the lifestyle I grew up in, which (laughs) looking back, obviously now I'm like, oh my gosh, that was one of the biggest blessings ever, ever, ever. Like I'm so grateful for it. And I loved every single moment of it. I had an amazing childhood. Um, and so obviously as times change and information changes and research changes, you're like, Oh, what I was doing five years ago is definitely not great for my body anymore. Right. And so there's a lot of those aha moments. I mean, all health and wellness journeys are just never ending. Let's be honest. Mm -hmm. Um, and when I was 16, it was just like everything came crashing down for me. Mm -hmm. I had been like flawless as far as how I felt. You know, I felt like a thriving, like super, I can do anything kind of person. I felt like a million bucks, 16 years old, everything crashed down. And my, my whole life did like a complete 180. And I was going from someone who was very, very healthy to someone who lived in a hospital. Mm -hmm. It was very drastic. It was very quick and it was very terrifying. And it was in that moment that I realized I don't actually really know and understand how my body works. I don't understand why this is happening. This is obviously symptoms of a larger problem and I can't put it all together. I could not put A, B, and C together. Um, and that was a huge wake up call for me. I was, I was, um, diagnosed with endometriosis Hmm. when I was 16. 
And so that just shook my world. I lived in debilitating pain. Like it was, it was constant for a solid two years after that. It was horrendous. And it was those two years that I was just like, I'm not, I'm not accepting this diagnosis as really the, the determining factor of the rest of my life. I can't live like this. I firmly believed that God made our bodies to innately heal. And so I was like, I just got to figure this out now. Like this is now a journey I've been, you know, I didn't ever think I was going to be on, but here I am. And it was really daunting to be super, super honest with you. So that just woke me up. I got married at 18. Um, and then we started working really, really intentionally, obviously towards fertility health. Cause they told me I could never have babies. It was not in my future. It was impossible. Um, so I was like, okay, you know, like I started getting on top of my cycles of life. It was unreal. And through that, I learned, you know, like culturally I was shocked, um, how much I started like kind of absorbing that periods are bad. They're awful. Like they're the worst being a woman sucks, you know, like that whole mentality. I had never had that up until that point. And then I was like, Whoa, you know, this is, this is literally how the world expects women to think of their periods and their femininity. <laughs> and that shook me even more as I realized I would subconsciously think those things. And this is not going to aid in my healing either. So it was such a growth on every level, spiritually, emotionally, mentally, physically. Um, I had tried like everything in the book. Honestly, I've seen so many specialists, both medical um, and, you know, like functional nutritionists and uh, natural paths, like all the things I I am shocked how much money I've actually spent just trying to find healing. Yeah. Um, and that was literally a solid 10 years of my life. Just mm-hmm. really trying to find, you know, like finally get to the root of everything throughout that 10 years. I absolutely had massive healing. We had our two baby girls. Um, I got to an incredibly healthy mentality uh, with my cycle and my femininity, like everything all encompassed within that. My periods were amazing. I was back on schedule, no more pain. I was on very, very, um, intense medication to quote unquote manage, uh, my symptoms. (laughs) I am definitely not on that train of, uh, thought anymore. I have been I mean, honestly, we've, we don't even have Tylenol in the house. Like we have completely gone to very much, um, like ancestral slash, like just living off the land with what Mm -hmm. God's given us. Um, and so that really does bring us to today, like the, the huge transformations and just like continually three sixties, one A's and this, that, and the other thing, it has been a ride. Like it has been a ride. And I mean, that that comes to where you and I met is just yeah. this whole metabolic health world that I only just was introduced to that in this, this past October. That's mm-hmm. just a matter of a few months ago. Yeah. And that has been the biggest game changer out of everything. Ironically, like I still sit back and I'm like, Whoa, I have spent tens of thousands of dollars on myself with this specialist and this, that, and the other thing I've tried all the fad diets, like all of them, like paleo and keto and AIP, like everything, (laughs) everything. And it really did dig me deeper into like, whoa, I'm not getting better. And then here comes the world of healing your metabolism and understanding what the metabolism is. I didn't even understand what that was. 
Like I had such a skewed take on it. And I was like, whoa, this is, this changes the game. And I have experienced more healing in these past few months than I have in all those 10 years combined. Really? It it Mm. is absolutely incredible, but it makes sense. You know, when you look at God's design for us as people, it's like, well, he created us with this amazing body that I do believe is made to heal. So it's just a matter of understanding your body and what feeds into that and what doesn't and finding that balance really, and community and like-minded people to feed off of that. Like that's huge. Yeah, for sure. Like, that's just amazing. Like your story from like 16, just from like your world just being changed around completely. Yes. And then to hear you are like today, just like such a like amazing just testimony. Like you literally tried everything, spent thousands of dollars and like you're healing. Yes. You know? Yes. Yes. And it's crazy. You know, even through that time, I was diagnosed with more things despite Mm -hmm. how I thought I was pouring into my healing. You know, what I was really doing was just not understanding what my body actually needs to function. Like that really was the basis of it. You know, I was diagnosed with, I had incredible um, autoimmune disorders. I had a couple of them actually. Mm. Like, it's just like in my pursuit of health, I was like, why is everything getting worse? What's happening? Like this is not aligning at all. Like what in the world? And I really did have like such a God moment one day I opened up my supplement cupboard and I kid you not, I was on like 18 different things. Ridiculous, like absolutely ridiculous. And I physically felt like when I opened that cover, I'm like, my body doesn't even want this. Like, Mm -hmm. this is not working for me. And that's when I, I called the current practitioner I was with and, and they were, you know, like a natural path. And I was just like, nothing to do with you, but this is not the journey I need anymore. I'm done. This is not what my body needs. And I'm not healing. In fact, I'm getting worse. Um, and I said, I'm just gonna take a step back and I really just want to get to know my body. And, and that was it that bring me to, that brought me to October when I was like, Oh, hi, pro metabolic world. Who are you? (laughs) (laughs) I love that. That's just so amazing. Um, so with that, like how has healing, like your metabolism, help to support your health and what have you done to like heal it? Oh, this is where it just amazes me. You know, all the little things that we're told are normal our whole life, like headaches and PMS and acne and having a distended stomach from bloat all the time and Mm -hmm. gas and just digestive disruption and not having regular bowel movements and peeing often, like all these crazy things that I think most people, cause I was one of them for a time, don't even think twice about. And, and I started noticing all of those things just be eradicated. And I was like, huh, that is so fascinating. When I fixed how my mentality and my take was on food, that changed how I really embraced my healing, which is crazy. You know, like I think diet culture is really toxic. <laughs> And that's, I think, honestly, the first place for everybody to start is just really understanding that and then understanding your body, understanding what your body really needs. Um, I think so many people just put up the flags and they're like, this is too complicated. Like Mm. it's health is so overcomplicated today. Mm. There's so much noise, even in the natural health realm that it just turns people off. Right. And I definitely got caught up in that for such a long time. So when I just started simplifying things, 
things, eating to heal my metabolism, like all those little things just disappeared. I dealt with chronic adult acne for about two years now. Like just as like, boom, like this acne came out like nowhere. And I was like, I thought I got rid of this and I was like 16. What's going on? (laughs) Like, it's just major flashbacks. Like my biggest insecurity, my insecurity was my skin as a teenager. And so now understanding it's not your skin that has a problem. That's like just a symptom of your body being like, Hey, there's something going on in here. We need some deeper looks. And it's just amazing, you know, how you view things now as a symptom of a deeper issue. Um, and a lot of it is so simple from there, like really understanding your body gives you such a foundation to target things simply through lifestyle and food for the most part, which that boggles my mind because I mean, even two years ago, I was going on to more supplements when something like this would come up or I would change my entire diet or, you know, I would eradicate this and everything was so limiting, you know, like it was such a, like you lived in a box, you couldn't go outside of it. Otherwise you were damning your health. Like that's literally how it felt. So, so crazy. Like it's, it's just amazing. My energy levels, like I never, I don't ever have like that three o'clock, like slump, you know, that so many of us as women often have like so many things that I just took as normal, like they're completely gone. And another one that I think has been the biggest wake up call to me, um, is just really specifically around like just your feminine health. Like my cycles are thriving now, like each phase of my cycle. It's not just like Mm -hmm. I'm having good periods. That's not the point. That was the point for me a long time ago. That's all I understood. It's like, but what about your follicular phase and, and ovulation and your luteal phase and menstruation, like all of that in combination, I'm like, I am feeling a million bucks going through this, really being able to get through it without like huge emotional ups or downs Mm -hmm. or like those mood fluctuations, um, or feeling like you kind of just a ticking tie bomb and you just want to explode or get irritable. Like all of that was very much part of my past. And now I'm like, Oh my gosh, like, this is just learning to live within my cycle because my cycle is so happy now is amazing. But who talks about that? Like that was probably my biggest wake up call eating metabolically. Um, it's just shifted everything. Like even like my natural sex drive, like that was non-existent mm-hmm. prior to October because my whole feminine wellness as a whole was just, it was plummeted. Like it was totally suppressed. Right. Mm-hmm. So as soon as I woke up to that and like, Whoa, metabolism also equals all things feminine wellness. I was like, I'm here for this. <laughs> I need yeah. this. <laughs> and that, you know, like how many months is that o- October till now, <laughs> summer, January, March. Like going into six, six months, that's all it took. I'm just, I am just like in shock. Like how, when you just sit back, understand your body and simplify it. It's like, wow, that is, that is the majority of what we need to really give our bodies the foundation to self heal. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's been amazing. So amazing. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. I mean, when people think about metabolic health, like they don't really think like, oh, like thyroid, energy levels, hormones, um, Mm -hmm. detoxification, immune, like there's so much that plays into it. It's not just Mm -hmm. like um, your weight, you know, there's so much more that, that goes into it besides that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Actually, I want to speak on that for a second. 
I grew up with people always saying, oh man, you guys, that's the, co- my, my maiden name was cozy. And they're like, those cozies have like really high metabolism. Cause we were all like pretty thin and yeah. super tall as kiddos. And so that was actually ingrained in me. I was like, metabolism is how you burn fat. That's it. And I honestly believe that for so long. Like that's what I thought that the metabolism was. And so, you know, as a teenager, I struggled to keep, um, like a healthy weight on me. Mm. I think honestly, because of that misunderstanding of metabolism. And so I just had in my head that, oh, I'm never going to be able to really have a healthy weight. I'm always going to struggle and always have to eat a lot in order to keep healthy weight on. And I'm just thinking back like, oh my gosh, if only I had known. Mm. Um, and that's another thing since October till now I've gained 20 pounds. Hmm. Like yeah. that is a huge deal for me. I really suffered after I had both of my girls with, hmm. um, this is a whole other conversation for another time, but I was malnourished, obviously going into my pregnancies. And I mean, when I delve into just minerals and pregnancy and how it affects even baby's development, hmm. obviously your recovery, I'm just like, Oh, I was so <laughs> deficient in everything. And that's why like, even my body showed that, um, my body was consuming its own muscle mass just to get the nutrients at me. Mm. And now to be on the other side of that, I had gained that all back plus more, um, because I started weightlifting again and strength training. I'm just like, this was never even a possibility up until six months ago. Like there was no way I could have done this because I was so delicate And I was weak because my body was not nourished, but I did not know that. I thought that was just how my body was like, isn't that crazy? Yeah. It's, it's wild, honestly. So bizarre. So I just want to switch over into birth since you are like a birth doula. So as a birth doula, could you explain what you do to help like mothers throughout pregnancy? Yes. So, so funny you're asking this because since October, (laughs) my gears have been turning and I'm like, (gasps) I want, I want to completely change the game in my approach to my practice and my career as a birth keeper, because I obviously work with and prepare families and women to have like a beautiful, understand what a psychological birth is for one birth, the way God intended it to be. Um, and just really curating that and, and empowering women in that and understanding what their bodies were made to do and that they know how to do it and the mentality behind things and just the hows and the whys of everything. So a lot of it is really education. Um, the bulk of my births are all home births and it's just amazing. But now I'm like, I, I need to introduce the nourishing aspect. And so that's something I have started implementing in my clientele now, and just really giving them simple foundation for minerals, simple foundation Mm -hmm. for foods, understanding what PUFAs are and how those are super detrimental to your health. I think, especially when you are pregnant and going through postpartum, because your body is way more receptive to things during that period. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and the whole supplement conversation, (laughs) like the whole prenatals and everything. I'm just like, there's so much undoing that has been made normal that we need to do really, Mm -hmm. you know, like really it's so, there's so many things that are just so taboo in the pregnancy and birth and postpartum realm. And I feel like more often than not, I'm sitting there unschooling people and then educating them. And so that's really what it's been, but I do want to now 
kind of pave that way and create a course on nourishment for pregnancy and postpartum to really set your body up for it. Cause it even affects your children in utero, right? Mm-hmm. Like any your future children. Um, and so that's been something that all the lights have just been going off since October. I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. this is what our women today need. Like more than ever is understanding how to nourish their bodies and then they're going to thrive from it. You know, there's such yeah. a fear around after you're pregnant, like women are truly terrified of like the baby blues, like as if it's just going to happen. It's just the, their lot in life. And I'm like, huh, that is not, that is not normal. As normalized as culture has made it, it is not healthy. It is not normal. And you can absolutely bypass that, but it takes so much groundwork prior. You know, people think immediately they just need to pop a few pills or a few supplements or change up their diet a little bit as soon as they have baby and they're going to bypass it. And I'm like, no, pregnancy is such a journey. You know, it starts even before that, you know, it's not that it's too late to ever start, even if you're in the middle of your pregnancy or postpartum now, but to really experience the full impact and blessings of a well-nourished journey through motherhood, it absolutely starts with healing your metabolism, like hands down, that Mm -hmm. is the number one thing I would love to see change in that realm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's amazing that you're you know, you're doing that work with women and just educating them. I think that's the most like important part. And yeah, having to unlearn things that we're taught to like take a prenatal, take iron, take vitamin D, whatever, which is just, you know, yeah, it's, it's hard when you're, when you're taught that, you know, and then you're like, you believe that for so long. Yes. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Oh man. Yeah. That's a big one. Like the iron and the vitamin D everyone's on iron and vitamin D. I'm like, vitamin D is actually a hormone. And iron is just don't even go there. We can't even go there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a whole nother subject. <laughs> it really is. It really is. So with that, I know you tried to build this recently on your Instagram, um, but let's just talk about breast health. Cause I think it's very important mm. um, for yeah. women and I feel like it's not talked about as much. So oh, what are the negative, sure. um, what are the negative and physical effects of wearing a, like bras? Yeah. So I would say number one is underwire bras. When we're talking about bras, um, underwire bras are definitely something I would love to see women (laughs) culture abolish altogether. Um, and I sound like such an extreme extremist saying that, (laughs) (laughs) but I'm going to tell you why. Um, obviously everyone's going to have their own take on this, but I've personally experienced this and I have had women in my family experienced this to a much greater extent than I have. And it, it, it really was such a eye-opening moment for me. So if you understand just, just the anatomy of the breasts, you are full of mammary glands in there, your milk ducts. Um, there's so much soft tissue. There's a lot of veining and blood flow in there. And your lymphatic system is so concentrated in there. You know, your armpits are right there. Like that whole area is tender. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so much going on in that area. A lot of people just honestly, and I'm not even being funny when I say this, a lot of women that I talk to, you know, cause I do a lot of work with women in breastfeeding too. They think that breast, like the whole area of your breast is just fat tissue. I'm like, well, yeah, it is a component of it, but you're missing the whole entire other concept of it. So like, if we understand, let me give you kind of a brief, um, just a super simple depiction of 
the importance of your lymphatic system, then you will understand, you know, mm-hmm. further why underwater breasts specifically are really actually a threat to our health as women. So underwire bras do, they are so restrictive and it's like this hard metal, just very tightly against, like it digs into you, a lot of women, like it's mm-hmm. digging into your breast tissue. Um, and within there's all those lymph nodes and your lymph nodes actually act as kind of this portal for all of your lymphatic fluid. Your lymphatic fluid is actually filled with a special immune boosting compound that specifically targets helping flush things out that are toxic and building up the good. So when you think of that, you're suppressing those, you're actually damaging them, physically damaging them for the most part. Like if you see, you know, thermography, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Images Mm. of women that are always wearing underwire bras, like so much of those lymph nodes are damaged from that, Mm. like permanently damaged. And my, I actually have some close women, like I said, my family, who's that, who's that has happened to. And I'm just like, whoa, this is so crazy. Like no one questions wearing a bra. Like that's what we do in this culture. You just wear a bra. Um, and all the while you're damaging your immune system, you're damaging your lymphatic and your drainage system and your flushing system and your milk ducts and mammary glands. Like that's a lot going on and it's dangerous. You know, there is, I'm really sad about this. There hasn't been any like that I've found, I should say any actual studies devoted to this, but there's absolutely been a suspected correlation between underwire bras and cancer, breast cancer Mm -hmm. for years and years and years because of how it impacts so negatively your lymphatic system. If you're not draining and you're not flushing and you're ruining those nodes, where is like, what's going on there? Like nothing, it's stagnant. So there's really stagnant negative effects going on there where there's blockages that are just going to fester, right? You're not cleansing. You're not detoxing. What happens when that is present in the body? Like bad stuff happens, right? Because your body's not able to move and ebb and flow like it was made to be. So that is just something I've, I am really passionate about. I've been passionate about that for a long time. I just haven't talked about it till now. Mm. Um, Cause I'm just, I don't know. I was just like, do people even talk about this? No. So I need to start talking about it. <laughs> yeah. But, Cause I get questions so often from my clientele specifically. And they're like, what, what should I be wearing um, as a nursing mom now? And I'm like, hmm. well, preferably no bra. <laughs> yeah. That's the best. You know, you think of muscles hmm. um, and movement if there is anything that's restricting your movement or pressure on your muscles, you're ultimately causing damage internally. Um, and, and you can atrophy those muscles, you know, if that's just constant all the time, something restrictive on your body, bras are no different, really. You know, when you think about it, you have something tight on you all the day long and it's rubbing and it's pressing and it's interfering with movement and, and, and muscles. And I'm like, oh, how, like, why did I not question this? Like as a teenager, I don't even get that. But now I'm like, oh, people just need to be educated so they can make decisions that is that they feel is best for them, you know? Mm -hmm. So honestly, bras, I'm not, I, I, I'm not against bras, Mm -hmm. underwire bras. Absolutely. I am, (laughs) um, because they are absolutely damaging. That is, that is not, you can't even question that. Um, but as far as other things, there is some really amazing companies out there that make bras that are specific to, 
um, not restricting your whole lymphatic system. You know, they're not causing the pressures that other bras do. Um, so it's really a matter of, of researching that. I mean, there is different companies all throughout the world. So depending where you're listening from, you'd have to see what's specific to your country. But um, a lot, there is definitely some pretty amazing companies out there that do offer that. Um, so definitely look into that. Ditch the underwire because that is that is the biggest thing for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, and I think if you just think about it for like thousands of years, like we didn't wear bras. <laughs> like we, no. like, and and it's like you know, you even look at records of just women's health. There were there was not issues with breast health. Like mm. there was very minimal. Yeah. And so I'm like, doesn't that like you can't help but question that correlation? All of a sudden, mm. we're like all packaged in there, nice and tight, like for twelve hours a day. Yeah. That's half of your day. That's half of your life. You know, it's half your day every day, 12 hours in, 12 hours out. Like that is crazy and it's not healthy at all. So, I mean, honestly, I do. I tell people all the time, like, if you can go braless, just go braless. Like that is amazing. There's a lot of options too. And I know that everybody is built anatomically different. Mm-hmm. So where one thing might work for me, it's not going to work for someone else. So don't ever compare. That is not part of this conversation or the point, but mm-hmm. there's a lot of options out there. You know, there's a lot of, um, tank tops or like elongated kind of, um, bras that have those shelf bras in them and they're mm-hmm. soft and they're comfortable and they aid in your natural movement. You know, they're not restrictive. So it's just a matter of really opening your mindset to that and seeing what's out there and what works for you and how you're built. Right. Mm-hmm. For sure. So I just want to switch over to like toxins and essential oils. Um, mm-hmm. What are the five or sorry, what are the top five toxic ingredients to avoid in skincare products? Ooh. Okay. My, my biggest, biggest ones are definitely, and this was not until recently because I've been learning so much since October, um, but PUFAs, I am absolutely shook how nearly every product, even if it is completely natural and organic and it's all clear of all the crap, it's filled with polyunsaturated fatty acids. Yeah. And for those of you listening who maybe don't know what that is, definitely look into it. It is crazy how those correspond with your body and your wellness. So that's a big one for me. I recently ditched all of my skincare products. I was like, oh, does my skincare have this in it? Like, yeah, I've gone quote unquote toxin free, but what about hoofas? Like that just was never part of my world. And I like started looking, I'm like, oh my gosh. I need to, I need to redo a lot. (laughs) So I just recently tossed all of my stuff out. Um, and I got from Cosma. Did you know of Cosma? Yeah. So I talked to her, she's amazing and her education on things and just her input. And like, that's like what we were talking about before we jumped on this podcast, we were talking about how just the community and the mindset to just help Mm -hmm. people is such a thing in the pro metabolic world. And I love that. So yeah, we just talked about things and she gave me a whole breakdown. I said, okay, this is what I'm dealing with. This is the natural tendencies of my skin. She's like, perfect. This is what we're going to put you on. I'm like, perfect. Ordered it up. And I'm so excited to try it now. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Cosma has a completely incredible 
skincare line of no toxins, obviously it is all like, it is essentially like that. It's a foraged product, which I love. That is my favorite thing in the entire world. Like, I think that is the coolest. So, um, yeah, it's completely proof of free. So I'm stoked to try that. I think that is actually going to be a big deal for my skin. Cause like I said, I've struggled with acne for the past two years. So I'm like, huh, I can't imagine that the poofas in my skincare were helping at also. <laughs> yeah. So I'm excited about that outside of poofas, um, anything fragrance, like fragrance, perfume, perfume, like there's so many different words for it, which is horrendous, mm-hmm. yeah. but I mean, it's, it's a legal trade secret to market anything as fragrance or perfume or perfume, meaning they don't have to disclose what's in there. There is so many documentaries out there and information out there that prove that fragrance is super, 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 um, invasive to our bodies on such a deep level. So especially to your entire endocrine system. So, you know, that attacks your hormones. It even, it even affects your brain, like your pituitary Mm -hmm. glands, like everything. Right. So that is a really, really big one. Um, outside of that, like your parabens, your sulfates and all the byproducts, you know, things like your petrochemicals and, your mineral oils and that kind of stuff, which is in everything. Like, it's just crazy. Those are definitely my top five. Um, when I first started getting aware about seven years ago, just really being a gatekeeper for my home and being like hard no on toxins and really educating myself on toxins. Those are the top, those are the top ones. I mean, outside of the poofus, cause I didn't know that, but right. those are the top ones that I just like got rid of immediately. And it was a game changer for me again. Mm-hmm. Like it really did impact my health. I noticed it pretty well within the first month of switching everything over. Mm-hmm. So it really, it truly makes a huge difference. Yeah. I think for sure. Like, especially like fragrance, just cause it's in so many things like, mm-hmm. like candles, like your moisturizer, yes. your shampoo, your conditioner, like it's in all those things. And people yeah. just don't really realize that yeah, it's protected. And then like, you can't, you don't really know exactly what you're getting from it. It's not like, yeah, like an essential oil or whatever, where you know what it is. It's something completely just hidden. Yeah, absolutely. And like, that should terrify everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Straight up. Just like, you don't know what you're putting in your body. It could be anything. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. So with that, what are some of like the benefits of using essential oils and like, what are your favorite ones? Okay. So this is so funny that you're asking me this because I, as I've been like learning about PUFAs and all this, it, it really opens a whole entire world to every oil, right? Like right. whether it is a fatty based oil, like your seed oils, like everything. So I've been studying essential oils from an entirely different perspective now mm-hmm. um, and seeing how there is some oils, essential oils that they have estrogenic compounds. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, huh. This is very interesting. So honestly, where I'm at right now is just really gaining an understanding of the components and compounds of oils, like oils in general and essential oils included. So um, that's been something that has been very, very new to me because I've been using essential oils for six years now. They've been a huge part of my lifestyle as I um, got rid of toxins in my home. I did a whole switch and oils became like essential oils became quite a pivotal point for me, uh, to replace a lot of things. So 
there is absolutely, um, there's absolutely benefits to essential oils. Like I don't want to bash that at all. Like I absolutely use them in my everyday life, but I think, um, I think my knowledge in them was limited Mm -hmm. (laughs) now that I'm understanding just the components, compounds, effects, and the metabolic system, how your body metabolizes Mm -hmm. the thing, things change, you know, when your body's metabolizing things. And I'm like, ah, this is all coming together for me. Mm -hmm. So I feel like maybe in a couple of months, I'll have a much greater understanding as far as where I exactly stand on that with all Mm -hmm. things, essential oils. Um, for now, I mean, I, I use them a lot in my cleaning, um, and you know, as my disinfectants and things. And I love that because I just, I will not use bleach. I will not use anything from the store. I will make it before I will ever, ever, ever buy anything. (laughs) And, and I just love that. Like, I think living out of the aspect of utilizing what God has given us naturally and foraging is Mm -hmm. just such a gift. And it really does empower you and give you so much more knowledge, you know, on how things work and, and just God's gift of plants. So I really do appreciate that aspect of essential oils and what they can offer to us. So so yeah, that's where I am. I feel like that's such a bad answer because I'm not like giving you direct things, but I'm on, I'm on a learning journey with this all over again. Yeah, for sure. I think I've been learning about that too. And it's, yeah, it's interesting. Cause I mean, we're, we're always learning, like you don't just kind of stop and arrive and you're like, okay, I know everything, you know, Yeah. You keep learning. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. So my last question for you is what is one thing that you do to live nourished? Oh, this is a big question (laughs) to pick one thing is hard, man. I think really, let me try and summarize it. Honestly, I think the answer to that would be really honoring the vessel that God has given me to live in. Mm -hmm. Um, when, when my mindset is in a place of honoring what God has given me, being a gatekeeper, gatekeeper of what he's given me, um, and tending well to the ways of my family. I, I feel so, I just feel so like content in that space, you know, like I just feel like wholesome in that space. So that's a big deal for me. I think just really keeping that mentality of what, what an honor it is to be able to do this. And so I think mentality is probably going to be where it's at because from that flows everything else. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, that and eating within 30 minutes of waking. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) If I don't, I seriously, I did this the other day because I've been very faithful in, in eating within 30 minutes upon waking, um, for months now. And I'm like, I'm going to not today. Mm -hmm. I want to see what my day is like. It was horrible. Like, I kid you not, mm-hmm. my body just feel, it felt like it just crashed and crumbled and I couldn't get on top of myself. And I was like, this, this is real. This really does make a difference. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's just amazing seeing that, you know, a well-nourished body that is tended mm-hmm. to throughout the day and you're intentional. Um, not that that has to be complicated. It can be extremely simple, but mm-hmm. that was just amazing to me. Like seeing that put into perspective, like what happens if I just slack a little bit on nourishing my body today? Mm-hmm. And it was horrible. So I'm like, this is just, it's just confirmed so many things to me. Not that I needed anything confirmed, but it was amazing seeing that actually. It was so amazing. 
Yeah, I love that. I think that's so important to like, yeah, just like view it like how God like created us and like as a vessel and like we can heal. Um, I feel like so many people yes. tell us that we can't, but we can. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. capable. Oh, that's huge. That's huge. Yeah. Like if I had accepted that, you know, um, story when I was 16 years old, when I was diagnosed with endometriosis, that's what they told me that you, they said it's physically impossible. It's medically impossible to reverse endometriosis. You've got this for life. Like imagine where I had would have been today. If I just accepted that, Yeah. like, I just, I just cannot fathom that. I cannot fathom Mm. that. Like seriously question everything (laughs) (laughs) right there. Honestly, truth bomb. (laughs) like real question, everything. And, you know, throughout that journey, it really was, um, affirmed to me that I, I am the professional of my own wellness. Mm -hmm. I am the one that knows me more than anybody else. So like, you have intuition and you have innate ability to heal and, and God reveals things to you. So, and those are things that nobody else will ever experience in your situation, right? That is just solely, um, independent of you. So for us to just throw that away, I think is doing one of the biggest disservices to our health today, you know, within culture is we're not trusting our intuition. I mean, so many, so much of culture has just completely squelched that. And that really, really does break my heart. Cause that's a big thing I unpack, you know, as a birth keeper with my, Mm -hmm. with my clientele is we go back to understanding what intuition is in birth, you know, and in like all the beautiful forms that God has given us as women. And it really does apply to your health just as much like living out of that intuitive nature. Um, because if I had enough and if I was like, Hmm, yeah, I have, I'll have endometriosis life like that's fine like I just I can't I can't even imagine that but that is the story of so many women today and that yeah. like crushes me it crushes me yeah well I feel like you can just be a voice for so many you know women to just like tell them be like yeah like I I healed like you reversed it you know yes, yes. 100% yeah. Like I have so many dreams and like, as God's unfolding my story and my healing journey and just really waking me up to this whole new realm where I'm like, I didn't even know these passions existed, but I just want to tell all the women, all these things. Um, I'm just like, yeah, absolutely. I, I want to share this and I want to be a mouthpiece for this and share my story. You know, people will always relate to stories before they relate to facts. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, um, being able to share my story is, is something I am really honored to do because I mean, I, I didn't know anyone with endometriosis ever in in my circle. And so I was like, Oh, I've got a disease. Like that's really how I thought about it initially until I was like, no, I can't accept this. I can heal. God made my body to heal given Mm -hmm. that I tend to my body. And right. tend to it faithfully. Mm, I yeah. love that. So where can everyone find you and connect with you? So I am primarily an Instagram girl. Um, <laughs> I, I don't love Facebook. I am like, 
slowly moving to getting off of Facebook. So Instagram is where I'm at. And I'm just simple, all one word. She's wild and well, no apostrophes in there, no capitals. That's it. Um, and I do have an email list that I've recently mm. started. So I am talking on all things well-nourished living. Um, so I just, just released my first one beginning of this month. So I'm going to do, the goal is to do bi-weekly. So I'm going to be releasing my next one this coming week. Um, and you can find that in my bio on Instagram. I have the link in there to sign up for my newsletter. And so that's something that I'm really excited to delve into as well, just to get information into people's hands. That's so exciting. Well, thank you so much for coming on Paris. I really enjoyed just chatting with you, like hearing your story and just, yeah, it was just such a great conversation. I'm so glad. I'm so honored that you invited me onto this platform and I love what you're doing. Like keep doing what you're doing. Cause this is, this is where people will start questioning all the things. Mm. Like we said, that might be our tagline now question everything. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs>